Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Paul Tanner Lipson, head coach Tony Ersland. Uh, we got a busy week, fellas. A lot of action on tap as we look ahead. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a minute or, or two or three and uh, look back first at uh, three um, at the the dual action uh, last Saturday night. The only action of the week for the Boilermakers. Uh, Michigan State came to town and. And uh, the seven o'clock Saturday night uh, prime time dual coach, uh, really funky team scoring deal. Uh, ended up five bouts each team. Yep. Ended up one uh, bonus point victory for each team. We had to go down several tiebreaker criteria to to decide the duel, and and it ended up being one total point scored on the night in favor of the Spartans. So they get the. The dual victory on technicality. Uh, just, just what? Uh, what did you? You're always learning, right? What did you learn Saturday night uh, about your guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's an old adage in there that every point's important. You don't ever give up easy points, right? And never was that more true than, than when it came down to that criteria, and we lose forty-nine to fifty uh, on cri- criteria to them. A lot of things in that duel went wrong. I mean, listen, first of all, you know, they, they've got a nice team. They, they had good matchups. They matched up well with us. It's Big Ten. We've always said, you know, you've got to be ready every time. And I think we got in a duel where we, we got pulled into their match, and, and they were keeping it closer, uh, in my opinion, and not doing as much, not trying to be as aggressive, you know, especially at, at 25 and 41, let's say, where we're, we're definitely ranked a lot higher. And, yes, we won those matches. But that's where we, we could have put up big points and, and really dominated and, and kind of, you know, inserted ourselves in, in an aggressive way. And I just didn't feel like we did that all night, you know, like all, all night long. It was more wrestling to win. And that may sound funny to some people or wrestling not to lose. You know mm-hmm. how, you know, you can think of it a couple of different ways. But either way, you're not trying to, you know, uh, score points, be aggressive as you can really be dominant in the match, which is what we needed to do, you know, especially the way it shook out at the end, you know, that, that definitely, you know, we left the door open by not really being super aggressive at 25 at 41. Uh, Kendall, Kendall wrestled well at, at 57 after being out of the lineup, being a little nicked up, you know, it was nice to see him kind of, you know, get a, a very tough match. You know, the Soldate boy was in the finals at scuffle. So good, good win for him. Uh, making his reappearance in the lineup. But yeah, I just thought, you know, we were a little sluggish and we didn't look like we really wanted to wrestle, um, you know, aggressively to get our points, you know, in, in, in situations, you know, we could have done more and it bit us in the butt. You know, it, it usually does, you know, those things come back. And at the time, you know, you get by with a win at 25, but we never came out, got aggressive, got on top and got our, our top game going, which is very good. And again, 41, same thing. And then never in my mind, you know, as I just evaluate it right, um, at 97, we got put on our back. You know, that's going to be a tight match no matter what. You know, the win can go either way, but it's going to be a tight match. And and we got extended looking for a heel pick and got run over to our back. And now that's a seven-point difference. You know, that's a, you know, so there's just a lot of things. You look back, there's a lot of situations where we could have been cleaner and sharper and more aggressive. And we paid for it, you know, and we paid for it. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident they'll have learned their lesson and they'll have that, that sense of urgency and that value that every, every match, every point 
is important. It's something that we're stressing and working on in practice. And so, you know, I'm pretty excited to, to see their sense of urgency and how they compete this weekend, knowing what just happened. You know, it's funny, you bring up the, the adage that you brought up, you know, every point matters, Tony. Um, it, it's, I ran into one of our women's basketball players yesterday who uh, they had a tough loss on Sunday that, that came down to the wire uh, overtime similarly. Um, and uh, she and I had the same conversation about how like, it, this, this not just a wrestling thing. Like this is, this is something that's preached across all sports, you know, every possession matters, every point matters, every, every position matters. Like, and, uh, and man, we, we at the Purdue community got to see two real live demonstrations of it. Um, unfortunately in, in the same weekend. So, um, like you said, I, I think it's, uh, it's important to, I, I think I'm excited to see where the guys go from here and, and the next step that they take. Um, I did want to say, you, you said that nobody, you said that we as a team uh, did not come out with urgency. And, and I did want to, I did want to call you out on that. Cause I thought, I thought Kendall and I thought Garrett Ninehouse both went out and, uh, and really did their jobs. Um, Kendall specifically in the fact that, you know, that was probably the feature bout of the night with him and Chase Saldate. Um, mm -hmm. Saldate was having a really nice, it, well, I shouldn't say was, is having a really nice season. Yeah. Um, yep. I think he started off with like six straight falls to start the year. Um, I think when I looked at his, his record, that's, which is that's pretty impressive. Um, and, uh, you know, the last two times that they've wrestled, both went to, they went down to the wire. I think one was sudden victory and one was, you know, yep. takedowns yeah. late in the match type of deal. And so to see Kendall really blow it open yep. with three third period takedowns, I think, um, you know, especially coming off an injury, I thought was really promising. No, and, and that, that's a fair point. I mean, you know, uh, I think the general tone of the duel is we didn't have the sense of urgency that I wanted. Probably fair to say, you know, that, that Kendall, um, you know, was, was fairly sharp, which I would agree with. But I think you also got to look at situations there, too. When you have a team you know, who is defensively tough, right? You know, hand fight position. They don't extend themselves a lot in general. Um, you know, you've got to work hard to score early and create action. And I think Kendall, you know, got that takedown going early off the single leg. And now, you know, Saldate has to come get us to some extent. And that opened the door for us. And that's where I'm like, we needed to do that more often in the duel. Like really come out, get the first takedown, set the tone, force them to have to engage us you know, on our terms. And that's where we didn't do it. Um, Garrett, um, again, yeah, the progress there, you know, um, came out, um, did what he was supposed to, got bonus points. We would have expected it. He, he did what we, we thought he should. And so, yeah, it's, it's fair. And even Michael Wolf, when you bring it up, right, Michael was out there doing everything he could at the end. He's a very dangerous guy. I mean, he's out there trying to find points. So, you know, I should say, you know, when we're talking about sense of urgency, Michael knew what the situation was. He, yeah, he knew the score. They're being aggressive. He was out there at, on the side riding, trying to look for points where he could catch a wrist and fall or maybe take it to his back. So, um, you know, when I talk about the general tone, you're right. There was a few exceptions, um, but I think the entire team needs to learn from what happened, why that happened. Certainly you don't go down the rabbit hole. You know, I, you don't want to go down there bumbling in the dark and let it be a hangover. I don't think we've done that at all, but it's a lesson. It's a lesson to be learned. 
and you've got to believe that that your best it we're pretty good right like we're pretty our best is pretty dang good and if that's the case what do we got to do to be our best and we've got to be focused on scoring points not just trying to win not just trying to get you know get out there and win by a point and think that was good enough it's get out execute be aggressive show your skills off and that's really where i'm at you just kind of more from a fired up standpoint is making sure these guys understand that like don't just get by with a win you're better than that that's not your best and we're here you know to be our best right that's what we're striving for so uh you know, I'm, I'm confident they're, they're, they're getting that message and understand that the way things shook out, being on the short end of the stick on criteria. That's why he's the coach, Corey. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the, the other thing, you know, Kendall, great match, you know, great, great win, but he won by seven. You know, if yep. he wins by eight, is that one more point? Uh, Michael Wolf, yep. throwing everything against, against the wall, he won by six. One more takedown. Yep. You know, it, 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 it's always on yeah. the flip side of that. Panola lost by seven. So, so Michigan yep. State's coaching staff saying the same thing to Cam Cappy. You go get that major, and yep. it it flips everything. It, it's absolutely. It's, it's one of those and things. Is, you, know, you look back after and say, man, it really is a, a quarter of a second here or an inch there. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Uh... Man, what's that old football movie? Uh, Al Pacino talking about the the inches are everywhere we yep. need. Any um, given Sunday. Game. Yeah, there you go. Any yeah. given Sunday. There you go. Any given Sunday. You know, the inches are everywhere we need in every yep. break game, and and we didn't create enough breaks for us. You know, we we just didn't do that. So I don't want to belabor it, but I'm confident. You know that this will probably motivate them in the right way. Here's an example of where it cost us, you know, big in terms of a dual meet and, and how we can be better and approach this in the right way. And so, you know, when you look at it that way, a January loss does not got to affect March or February moving forward. So that's the way I want to take it. We'll use it and, and create that sense of urgency and, and that kind of what we need to do and, and we'll be better. Corey, isn't that the same movie where Lawrence Taylor throws an alligator at somebody in the shower? It is. Yeah. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> yeah and he he cuts a car in half too doesn't he, he well yes. yeah don't get on his bad side that's that's yeah. the lesson he, there he uh, seemed like I, I mean those are some pretty extreme examples but yeah that that would be an individual i wouldn't want to upset they are yeah i really enjoy i really enjoyed that movie and so when you were talking about you know it's mm -hmm. the, right there it just shows right that's that's where my head goes that that's a that's a outstanding pacino monologue there it is yes the best. really good uh, should we go to this weekend? We got, I mean, there's a lot this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The, the nice thing is you get to turn the page quickly and, uh, some top notch competition, Illinois coming in on Friday night. Uh, we'll talk about that one first, the fighting Illini coming off of a, a tough loss to the Hawkeyes this past weekend. Uh, they fell 36 to three in dual action. Uh, a lot of people are going to, going to get their tails kicked by the Hawkeyes this season, so no shame in that. But the fighting a lot of coming in, I know there's a, again a lot of really good matchups in in this in this duel that we can expect. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, again, another Big Ten duels, a lot of good individuals, highly ranked individuals, and even matches where it's not ranked on rank, right? Just good kids that are going to be a lot of tight matches that will determine the duel. So again, you, it's important that you go out and do what you're capable of doing. If you can get bonus, you got to get bonus. It's gonna it's gonna mean 
you know, Mina, you know, the, the outcome of the duel more than likely at the end, but again, just, just excited to be in our home, you know, our home stand, our home crowd. That's a great thing. Um, and then to watch maybe how they approach and come out, like, I'm looking for a strong response here. You know, like what we just talked about with Michigan State, I'm looking for a strong response. So I'm excited about it. We're at home, you know, friendly environment should be great for us that way. And then I'm wanting to really see these guys kind of kind of come strong and put their best foot forward in terms of how they compete and getting to their attacks and creating their, their scoring situations. Uh, before we get into some of the best matchups, um, Friday night is a, is a big one on our calendar. It's our annual hammer down cancer event. Yep. Um, we will wear special edition singlets that were donated to us by uh, our friends at Rudis. And um, those are, those are, I shouldn't say will be, I said they, those are being auctioned off online. Uh, there's information at producesports.com for people who want to put a bid in. Um, we will auction off, I believe, 13 singlets. Um, <clears throat> and uh, all of the proceeds for that will go to the Purdue Center for Cancer Research here on campus. And so uh, obviously a very worthy cause and, um, you know, something that our fans can, can engage in and, and, and rally behind. So uh, excited. In addition to that, the, the singlets are real sharp. So um, <clears throat> our guys over, uh, our guys over at Rudis did a good job with them. Alec White said it was uh, the most comfortable singlet he's ever put on. Wow. Really? Which, yeah. I was, I was like, okay, not that I, I, I've never worn a singlet and will well, never wear it. So. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, you know, the cool thing about the auction is they're great. If you've got a, a, a youth wrestler that you can find the right size, they're great. You know, for, they're very frameable. They're very, you know, they're, they're darn near yeah. pieces of art. Or if you want to wear them around the house while you're vacuuming, dusting, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever you're into, you got all sorts of different uh, options for the Whatever you're room. into. Yep. No, it should be a great night. As you said, a very worthy cause, you know, um, and then, you know, with us kind of being at home for the weekend in general, just really looking forward to what this can be for our guys. Um, let's, uh, let's look at a couple matchups with the, with the fighting line. I, I wanted to start first, um, 125, um, Devin Schroeder and Justin Cardani, uh, always a dogfight between those two. It's always a very, very close match. Um, yep. It's uh, it's it's interesting, and in, in, in all the times they've wrestled, I am not sure that Cardani has ever been underneath D for more than a few seconds. I don't no, think he's ever he's he's never picked bottom. He doesn't go down. <laughs> he's never picked bottom, and yep. uh, any takedowns Devin's got have been like at the end of a period, like towards the end of a match. Yep, yep. No, it's again, you know, it's kind of indicative of big. <clears throat> Right. It's going to be a, a, a tough, gritty match. I mean, Cardani likes to get down on a knee and wrestle low, makes it hard to, to penetrate to his legs. So, you know, he's a little different guy to approach than maybe your normal opponent. Um, and, and again, you know, has found ways to keep it close. D's managed to come out on the right side of the score, you know, I think every time that I'm aware of. But I, Devin knows what he's going to have to do. They are familiar with each other. So it's not like it's going to be a different feel that he hasn't seen before. They're, they're common opponents. And I'm sure Devin has a, a really good handle on what he needs to do. And, and he'll go about executing. Absolutely. Um, another matchup to uh, <clears throat> point out would be probably at 184. Um, Max Lyon and, and Zach Braunagel have had some, some wars yeah. over the last few years. 
and I expect nothing less on Friday. Well, and last year, most people wouldn't know. I mean, I wouldn't talk about it, you know, going into the duel, but last year, Max Lyon had just come off quarantine with COVID and went out there and he won. I mean, he, he found a way to win that match. And I'm telling you, and this is last year, and he's been obviously training in the room. It's not the same situation, but man, my man was tired last year. Like, I, I just remember Max showing so much heart because he was not in the kind of shape that you want to be in to compete, but we had to go. It was a short season, only nine duels. He had just gotten back from, from COVID, uh, you know, from quarantine. And I just, that's what I remember is he found a way to win. He gutted out. Like he was a warrior to win that match, but my man was tired. <laughs> yes. So uh, Max, Max got pushed into quarantine a couple times last year. And the funny thing, oh, Lord. Class, three times, I think it was three through the whole year. <clears throat> Max, when, when Max had to be quarantined, Max never actually got COVID. He just kept like getting traced and uh, he would um, take off to some cabin that his family owns up in Wisconsin. And he'd go up there and he told me he'd go up there and chop wood for, for conditioning. That was his, yeah. that was his, his big thing. He would go chop wood in the middle of winter like a scene out of Rocky or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't, he didn't want to obviously stay in the, like the, the, the COVID dorms or whatever, you know, where stay locked in your apartment, you know, for, for, you know, 10 days. I think that's what it was at the time was 10 days probably. So he, he came off of, of those 10 days of not being able to do much and went out there and found a way to win a very, very tough match. So a lot of respect for him. And that's what I think of, you know, with Braun Nagel and, uh, and, and Max uh, scrap. Sure. And it'll be another, it'll be another hard scrap. Uh, they both like to scrap hard. So uh, looking forward to it. Well, they're both in their 11th year of eligibility, I think. So no, that's the thing. Braun Nagel, I think they're only redshirt sophomores. No. Yes. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I'd have to look. Now, I think they're like fourth year sophomores yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the COVID year and the red shirt and all that stuff. But still, we digress. Um, first year coach, uh, Mike Poeta leading the fighting Illini. Um, should be a really good one. Seven o'clock Friday, Holloway Gymnasium. Now, be clear, Friday is in Holloway Gymnasium. Yeah. Because we, we're wrestling in two different locations this weekend. And uh, I'm not going to, I mean, obviously you guys know, but. Uh, Sunday is one that I am really, really excited for, for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, no, it's something really different, right? I mean, the concept of pairing a wrestling duel with another event is not, is not new, right? You know, you, beauty and the beast, right? Where it's uh, wrestling and gymnastics, for instance, can go on side by side. Rumble, rumble and tumble. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of things that have gone on in the past. So from that standpoint, not, not new, but man, with, with basketball, I've never seen it. And, and I think that's, that's pretty exciting. And so we are going to definitely try to capitalize on a tremendous crowd for, uh, you know, Purdue Northwestern men's basketball. And then we're going to try to go within an hour of the, the conclusion of their game. So yeah, the, all of that makes it very exciting. And, um, you know, we want to entice everybody to stick around and have a, a very large crowd uh, catch a wrestling match and what should be a very entertaining uh, competitive duel. Uh, hoops and headlocks Sunday, uh, men's basketball versus Northwestern, one o'clock, sold out crowd, 14,802, I believe is the number we go with, Corey. Is that right? That is correct. And then uh, following that, four o'clock start for Purdue versus number eight, Wisconsin. 
in Mackey Arena. Um, should be pretty awesome. Uh, we, our friends at Levy have put together some some deals that will go on between the two duels. Uh, there's going to be some, uh, I think, five dollar beers, some free popcorn, some other some other specials that they're going to give away, uh, so people can uh, can hang out. Uh, we're going to try and put the Big Ten Network uh, studio show up on the on the video board and get people, you know, give people something to watch, listen to the analysis. They're going to talk some hoops. They're going to talk some wrestling. Uh, should be should be pretty cool that way. Um, but uh, all in all, um, should be a pretty cool day in Mackey. Yeah, a lot of tremendous things, like I said, um, to 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 be on the verge of getting this done right from the infancy of the idea to getting people on board and then now kind of being ready to execute it is, is, is pretty, pretty fun to see, you know, and, and what's more so is, you know, Wisconsin off to a good start uh, should be, a, like I said, should be a great duel. You know, we're a lot of tough matchups in there, but one we're very, very capable of winning uh, and we'll have that expectation. So again, something that I, people shouldn't miss it. You know what I mean? And, and it's an opportunity to maybe, you know, I don't know what the largest crowd ever watched a Purdue wrestling match, but if we can keep uh, a bunch of those fans in the building and add a few more to boots, uh, it's going to be something special to see. For sure. Uh, we would like to set an attendance record for those who are interested in contributing to that. Um, you know, we've uh, heard the paint crews got some incentives to stick around after the men's basketball game. Would nice to be able to keep some students in the house. Um, hoping the Purdue band sticks around. And, uh, you know, all, all of our various John Purdue Club members and, and everybody else who's coming out, you know, we've, uh, Purdue men's basketball has had a pretty, they, they create, they have one of the most well-renowned environments in college basketball. Um, yeah. And we would love to, to see if our fans can transfer a little bit of, a little bit of that over, uh, over to the wrestling mat. So um, make plans to spend your entire Sunday in, uh, in Mackey Arena, come hang out with us. Um, should be a great day. Um, as coach said, Wisconsin off to a hot start. They are seven and zero on the season, three and zero in the Big Ten. Um, they have risen to number eight in the country in the latest uh, NWCA coaches poll. Um, and they have a uh, they have an interesting mix of of young kids and transfers yep. that, that really make up their lineup. Um, you know, true freshmen at forty one and sixty five for them, and. Uh, transfers in at 49 74 and 84 yeah so it's a uh it's an interesting group for the badgers absolutely um you know and, and different different styles across the board too right like you know sometimes with teams especially like iowa you understand what they're going to be from a hand fighting standpoint from a position but they have a, a lot of different wrestlers you know a guy like barnett and a guy like Weiler very much, you know, a lot of scrambles, you know, going to take place, going to wrestle a little more unconventional elevators and switches and different things like that. Um, where then you wrestle a guy like Gomez, who's very much, you know, a, a short stocky kid, a positional kid, you know, a physical kid. So again, not one kind of thing you just get ready for, you know, you, you've got to really watch film and, and get ready for the, that individual's kind of tactics, which can vary quite a bit based on, on uh, where they've kind of come from. You know, I think what Gomez is Iowa State, uh, McNally is Kent State, Weiler's Lehigh. You know, they, they get, they've really been in the portal a lot, I guess you'd say, with some of their guys. Yeah. And uh, 
can't remember. I don't, I'm not really sure where I was going there, but it's, it's uh, a lot of, a lot of toss-ups, a lot of, a lot of 50, 50 matches, you know, some, some history with, uh, with some guys going back and forth. So uh, both schools have uh, a match Friday night. Yep. Um, Wisconsin is at home against Nebraska who is looking for a win um, and should come out. uh, You know, it'll be interesting to see how healthy Nebraska is at this point. I know they've been missing some guys in their lineup, so it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if they get back to a hundred percent to, to take on Wisconsin on Friday or if they'll still have people out. Um, But then obviously Wisconsin will jump on the bus on, uh, on Saturday and come down the road to, uh, to wrestle at our place on Sunday. So, that will, uh, you know, neither team with uh, an advantage there will both make weight on Friday and turn around and make weight again on Sunday. Yep. The only difference is we don't have to travel, which which I love after after starting off Big Ten season with that four day road trip. So to still be at home again. You know, I'll I'll enjoy sleeping in my own bed and and getting ready for these two teams. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't say how excited I am. I, I can't speak enough about how excited I am for hoops and headlocks. I think uh, I really hope people uh, want to stick around and 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 want to experience it. Um, you know, we go into Mac every year. That's not a new thing for us. We've we've done that consistently um, in your time here, and even even before you were the head coach here, Tony. No. Um, but doing so with, you know a crowd already in place and, and trying to, you know, like I said, I, I've said this before on the show, I wanted to just lock the doors. Yeah. Just throw some chains on the outside, you know, probably some issues fire marshal probably wouldn't let you. Yeah. Fun hater. Jeez. Joey yeah. killed. No, it, it, it's different too in this, like um, how often do you, you know, the basketball and wrestling crowds, you know, intermingle. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm, the goal is to keep as many as we can. Uh, and make a day of it and, and really get them to enjoy, you know, what, what this is. And, and then all the exciting things going on in Purdue athletics too, right? I mean, obviously men's basketball doing, doing well, you know, we we're off to a good, strong start doing well. Women's basketball, definitely trending, you know, in the right way, volleyball, soccer, you know, football, like, so just a very, for me, an exciting year of Purdue athletics. You hope that your fans, right. Continue to want to see that and, and, and be exposed to all the sports that Purdue has to offer. I mean, these, these kids work their tail off, man, and they're pretty good. And so uh, exciting time, exciting time for Purdue athletics. And, and again, I want to get in front of that basketball crowd. You know, it doesn't happen very often for a wrestling coach, but man, I want to, I want to be in front of them and I want to expose them to some good wrestling. And hopefully we pick up some more diehard fans along the way because of it. Well, we saw, we saw over the weekend, what, uh, what that paint crew can do for a non-basketball uh, uh, event when they showed up yep. in force for that women's basketball game against IU, it was a, it was electric. I, yep. I was I was watching it at home on TV and I'm like, dang, this is I'm missing out. This is fantastic. You did miss out, Corey. I was at the game with uh, with my son and my my uh, wife's parents, and uh, that place was rocking. Yeah. Yep. So so hopefully, yeah, I'd love to see that same scenario for y'all on on Sunday, no doubt. That's what we're hoping for and looking for. I think that's all we got this week, guys. I, I think so. One one thing about the hoops and headlocks, I know we've talked about it a couple of times uh, uh, 
over the last several months. How important was getting the BTNs buy-in? Like you said, Tanner, they're going to do a studio show where they're going to analyze, you know, basketball and wrestling. They've they've really put a lot of weight behind the wrestling coverage this year. Um, but but for them to say, okay, we're going to take both live on the air, you know, on this on this Sunday afternoon, it's going to be a Purdue block, but it's going to be a really non-traditional sort of a deal uh, that they're all they're all in on. You know, it was interesting when we were planning it and when we were calling, you know, we called AJ Eads at the Big Ten and, and, and talked to the Big Ten about it because we knew that um, in order to do this right, um, we were going to have to get buy in on their end so that they would, you know, help us with scheduling, help, you know, they had to, uh, they effectively had to take the wrestling schedule and the basketball schedule and they had to figure out a way to line up a an opportunity for us to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't put a, if you don't put a men's basketball game and a wrestling home duel in West Lafayette on the same day, can't have hoops and headlocks. Right. right. So uh, getting ahead of it and putting the idea out there before schedules were done and before, you know, that was there, um, you know, once we had that part set up, the buy-in from the, the network was easy. They were, they were excited about the opportunity. They, um, you know, they're in favor of stuff like this. They, they like the, I don't want to say gimmicky, but like, you know, anything with a storyline, they like to pick it up and run with it, you know? Yeah. Those events have done uh, historically very well is what we've been told BTN, you know, in our April coaches business meeting always stops in and tells us how TV went, you know, what they did. And just gives us the rundown of the year, like anything. And they have always said that, um, you know, the two teams, even if though they're different sports competing back to back have done well in viewing numbers and those kinds of things also. So I, I felt strongly that they, they would like the idea if things could line up, you know, you know, for instance, you know, Nebraska wrestling has done something and then they've done back to back where Nebraska men's basketball on TV, same day and people have stayed with the viewing and watching. So those numbers have been good. So like Tanner said, like, as long as it lined up, I think we all felt really good about them being interested in doing it because it can work from attracting people like they want. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, the fact that they're going to send one camera crew down and, and they're going to, you know, roll through, they're going to, they'll move some cameras around and they'll, they'll adjust some, they'll adjust some settings and whatnot for the, for the broadcast, but uh, they'll be able to roll from, from one right to the other. So uh, it'll be, um, It'll be pretty cool to see kind of how it all lays out and how it all works out. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's almost here. A lot of, lot of anticipation, a lot of planning, and uh, a major payoff this weekend. Uh, just, just a reminder, Friday night against Illinois, uh, Sunday afternoon against Wisconsin. Coach, good luck. Uh, can't wait to see how the boys respond, and, and uh, we'll get back together next week and talk about it. How about that? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch up later down the road. Boiler up.